Welcome to the Farmer's Voice. I'm Alan Watts with Kentucky Farm Bureau. On today's program, we'll hear from Graves County farmer Jed Clark. Jed, tell us about your farming operation. Well, I started farming back in 1997. I farmed with my dad. Uh, we farmed together. We have our own separate enterprises, but we work together uh, daily. And uh, been doing it, I guess, for uh, 24 years now. And uh, it's a passion I've always had, and I really enjoy work, being able to work with my dad and work outside and work with other farmers as well. What do you raise on your farm there? On our farm, we're mainly uh, in a corn, soybean, wheat, and then we have a little bit of tobacco. A little bit about your your farm. How big are you guys? How many what acres you guys run, or how much you grow there? Well, I, I currently farm about uh, 2,200 acres, and my father farms about 2,700 acres. So uh, together, we're a little right at 5,000. How about uh, the history of the farm? How, tell me a little bit about the history of y'all's farm. Well, the history of our farming operation is pretty short, Alan. Um, my dad's first generation, he started it uh, back when, uh, around 1978 and uh, 79 there. And uh, so he's got to right off the start, go through the 80s, and uh, fortunate enough to come out of that and still be able to farm. And uh, he's done a, a really, uh, been, been farming pretty much his whole life. And the uh, joy uh, to be able to work with him and get the experience that he's got and learn from him. What made you want to come back to the farm there? Uh, I don't know if there ever really was to come back. I uh, I stayed on the farm. You know, we worked in the back as kids. And uh, as I got older, I started driving tractors. And um, and then it just was a natural fit. You know, I feel like I was very fortunate in life that uh, I didn't really have to decide what I wanted to do whenever I got out of school. I always knew what I wanted to do. And uh, uh, wanted to farm, farm from day one, I guess. You may have been a first-generation farmer, Jeff. What got him into farming? You know, he'd always, uh, you know, the grandfather had some farmland. They said, hey, uh, did grass-grazed tobacco and uh, stuff when he was younger, but they never were, uh, I guess, full-time farming into farming. It was always just we had a, you know, grandpa had 100 acres. We did this on it. And uh, I, I would say he just he learned to love it and uh, thought he could he'd made a life out of it. And, uh and that's where he, where he got in, and uh, you know, it's uh, I was saying right nowadays, and I know I know several farmers that have, and uh, started out and uh, first generation farmers, and uh, the ones that have made it have done a really good job. But yeah, I know you're pretty involved in a lot of different organizations. Tell us about some of the things that you're involved in off farm there. Well, uh, I've been involved in, since, with the Kentucky uh, Soybean Association since uh, 2010. And uh been very fortunate to be a part of that organization and uh, work with a lot of good farmers around the state and uh, help promote. uh it started out on the association side, which deals with the lobbying side of it and uh, setting, poli- setting policy and things. And uh been fortunate over the years to be involved in some of those conversations. And then as I uh, stayed on the board, I moved over to the checkoff side, which uh, on the checkoff side, you're only able to uh, you, you can do research and uh, Promote uses of soybeans, but you can't use it for uh, gene checkoff money for lobbying purposes. And that's why it's so important to be a member of the Soybean Association because that money just from the association being a member helps the guys in Washington promote our policies that we have as far as uh, regulatory issues and any usage issues we have. So um, I've been, uh, it's been a really good time on that board and, uh, as I said, met a lot of good people. 
What about the, what really are some of the big struggles on the farm for you, Jed? Well, I think this agriculture community feels like what we're going through is uh, health, uh, labor. Uh, the labor force seems to be uh, uh, hard to find uh, find people that uh, that want to come out and farm and stay in a tractor for twelve hours a day or longer and uh, and be a part. Uh, I know we on our farm we're fortunate to have uh, some good help, but we're you know, always looking to add people seasonally, and when the, when the crop comes in and goes out, and uh, it's been a struggle to find labor so far. What, what do you enjoy the most about farming and agriculture, Jed? Uh, just the lifestyle. You know, you work hard and you do you try to do all you can do right. There's things you can't control, and what I learned the quicker you accept is you can't control, and the better off you are. Uh, I guess the best thing about it is just coming home at night, and you know, maybe I get home before dark, you able to do that with the kids and get out on the, the ranger and go look at the, the crops and see what the back are growing and see the kids learning stuff and looking at the crops. And that's something I've really, uh, you know, since the kids are getting a little older that I really enjoy uh, having that opportunity to share with them. You mentioned your kids and your family there. What does it mean to you to have your uh, wife and, and your family down the farm with you? Oh, well, it just means, I mean, there's, there's times we all know in this occupation where you may not, uh, you see your employees and where you do your family, but, you know, being able to come home, being able to, uh, you know, if uh, you're not, you're normally not too far from home, and if uh, one of the kids wants to come ride with you or something like that, it's always a great opportunity in the tractor and things, and, uh, you know, it's, it's the way I was brought up. I'm not, uh, I think it's a very fortunate opportunity for them to be, brought, to be involved in the farming operation. I think I know you appreciate the folks there. You know, agriculture this year, Jeff, probably seen uh, uh, maybe a new appreciation out there. Have you seen that with in your farm too? Well, I think that what has been brought to light, Alan, and uh, you know, we're starting to see more stories about the farming and and more farmers getting out and telling our stories. And I think that's one of the positives in uh, in this whole uh, last year. That what worries me about farming? You got to really the struggles. Well, it seems like we're getting generations that are further removed and further removed from the farm. And telling our story about agriculture is going to be harder over the next years because it may not be their grandfather that farmed, but they remember growing up on their, coming to their farm. It may be their great-grandfather or even more. And the thing is agricultural, agriculture and its farmers, the more that we get out and tell our positive story of agriculture and so what we do and, and how we do it and why we do it, is going to be a great thing to need because there's a lot of misinformation about why we do what we do, and the best voice you can hear it from is from the farmer telling you their story. Our guest today on The Farmer's Voice, Jed Clark from Graves County. I'm Alan Watts for Kentucky Farm Bureau.